You're listening to episode 15 of Viva La Lux. Hi guys, oh, welcome back to another episode of Viva La Lux. Episode 15, um, holy crap, it's 2022 already. Happy New Year. It is almost the end of January, but whatever, I haven't said it yet. It's the first episode of the year. And I'm going to tell you Happy New Year. So fucking take it, okay? Um, I hope you guys have had an amazing start to your year. Sticking to your resolutions, to your goals. No bad vibes. Just living life. And doing whatever the fuck makes you happy. That's the mantra for this year. Mantra, mantra, whatever the fuck. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Potato, potato, whatever. Anyways, before I jump into today's episode, I want to talk about something that happened over the weekend. I'm not sure if you guys um, are familiar with the actress Regina King. She's been in a ton of movies. She's absolutely talented and amazing. Um, she unfortunately lost her son over the weekend um, to suicide. He did take his own life. Um, it was reported on Saturday. He was 26 years old, full of life. And yet another victim of mental health. And I say that to say, please, if you are feeling like you're struggling, if you are feeling hopeless, if you're feeling anything, if you're just in a bad, bad place, talk to somebody. Um... There are so many resources out there if you are feeling suicidal and don't feel comfortable talking to people about it. There's suicide hotlines, suicide chat lines. And I know that when you're in that dark place, it's the last thing on your mind. But I, I just want to reiterate, and I will continue to reiterate this, is you are so loved and you matter, your life matters, and we need you here. Um, it's unfortunate. I hate that there's still such an absence of mental health education in our society and in our community. And it's still such a taboo subject. And I'm just going to piggyback off my last episode where I kind of opened up about my personal battle. Um, we, we need to be there for each other. You know, these last two years have been trying for the entire world. We are still going through probably the most craziest fucking times of our lives with, you know, the pandemic and the political stings. And it's just like, it's been such a fucking whirlwind that I would be concerned if you weren't in some way, shape or form struggling mentally. Um, I think we've come a long way. I don't think that we have really begun to dug in. I think we've scratched the surface and I think that we need to start opening more and more dialect and conversation about mental health and that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to feel suicidal. It's okay to have days where you wake up and you don't want to deal and you don't want to do life and that's perfectly fucking fine. Um, but the important thing is that you talk about it and you have somebody that you feel comfortable talking about it with. Um, guys, mental health doesn't get easier. <laughs> it does not get easier. And it's an everyday battle. Every day I have to struggle with myself to do life. And some days are easier than others. And some days are worse than others. 
And for example, Friday was one of those days where I was just mentally tapped out. I was mentally exhausted. I was physically exhausted and I stayed in bed all day and I worked from my bed. Um, I try not to do that, but it's what my mind needed. It's what my body needed. I struggled a little bit mentally, but I pushed through. I talked about it and I did the best that I can. And that's what I have to be proud of. And if you are struggling, if you are not feeling like your 100% best self, there is no shame in needing help. There is no shame in asking for help. Um, Asking for help does not make us weak. It makes us stronger and it makes us better individuals. So again, if you are struggling with mental health, just know that I'm here for you. I need you here. And I know that a lot of people need you. So And check on your strong friends because, bitch, we're the ones that are constantly fucking struggling. But anyways, um, now that I have said that little piece, I also want to thank a lot of you for the amazing outpouring of support and love that I got from last episode. Um, It's so funny because I had so many texts and DMs of people, like friends of mine being like, why didn't you reach out? Why didn't you tell me how you were feeling? And like, oh my God, like I was putting all my shit on you and I... Guys, the strong friend, that's what I do. But um, but no, but, you know, I appreciate all of you. Um, I'm in a much better space. You know, shout out to my medication. It's a medicated girl winter. Yay, yay. Burr, 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 burr. Um, and yeah, that's, that's the thesis. But anyways, new year. I did something very different this year. So Omarion came, fucked up everybody's holiday plans. Fuck you, Omarion. He was doing it up for Lil Saint for no reason. Nobody asked him. Um, so obviously New Year's, I didn't do anything. I usually don't do much for New Year's just because y'all motherfuckers don't know how to act and y'all still fucking drink and drive. And I don't know why, because like there's Lyft and Uber. So like I stay my ass home because in la casita, nada me pasa. But anyways, um... I did something that I've never done, which is kind of wild, but I actually brought in the new year by drinking a bottle of wine. Yes, you heard correctly. A bottle. Not sorry. I was jamming Adele and I wrote down all my goals for 2022. To you, might sound depressing. To me, it was a fucking dream. Live could never. No nightclub could ever. And because I am Hispanic and I believe in mal de ojo, I'm not going to share my fucking goals with y'all because even though I want to believe that everybody listening here has good intentions for me and wants the best for me, I know somewhere in these like little sound waves, there's a hating ass bitch that wants me to fail and praying for my downfall and I'm not going to give you the pleasure. <clears throat> but just know it was a long ass list. Um... And I did a vision board, which let me tell y'all something. If you haven't done a vision board, you are sleeping. Like, it is so amazing to, like, just... I wake up every morning. I have it, like, right in front of my bed for when I wake up. And that's the first thing I see in the morning. And it's, like, a reminder to fucking grind harder. I guess that's how people with children feel. Like, oh, I got this fucking human. Like, I got to fucking grind. That's kind of how I feel with my vision board. I'm not comparing your child to my vision board, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure the feeling's kind of the same. Um, so, yeah, don't come for me. That was, that was supposed to be funny, and you better laugh. Don't come for me. Um, so, anyways, this year, I'm just going to give you guys, like, 
general goals because I know one of you are praying for my downfall and I'm not going to give you that pleasure. But one of my biggest things for this year is I want to be healthy. Would I love to look hot in a crop top and not like Winnie the Pooh? Of course, who the fuck doesn't? But I just want to be healthy. I want to feel like I'm not going to die when I'm on the treadmill. I want to just wake up and be happy, peppy, and full of energy. You know, kind of like you see in the commercials, like the Peloton commercial. Everybody's fucking happy in the Peloton commercials. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I want to do that. I want to, I want to be that happy ass bitch. So I want to be healthy. Um, obviously lose weight, but that's not my main focus. Of course, losing weight is like an added bonus, but how I'm feeling not only physically but mentally like my therapist always tells me the best antidepressant is working out and let me tell you something it is so true um i started working out with a trainer in november october november but i'm gonna be honest with you guys i wasn't really taking it serious i was just showing up but i wasn't doing the work outside of my training sessions i'm not new to having a personal trainer i've had personal trainers just about my whole life as I've talked about before, I, me, I am a yo-yo diet extraordinaire. So I've always worked with trainers, but this is the first time that I have a woman trainer and I'm pissed off that I didn't get a woman trainer sooner because it's just so different. Like you can tell a woman trainer, like, yo, I'm on my period and I'm not feeling it. And they're going to understand you versus a man that's like, mm, the fuck you, what, where are you going to go? What's that got to do with me? Um, they understand your body. They're... My trainer is amazing. Like, Linda, if you're listening, you are the best thing since sliced bread. She understands me. She guides me. She gives me tough love, but it's like loving at the same... I don't know. Like, she's perfect at her job, and she's exactly what I needed. But again, it was the holidays. I wasn't taking it fully seriously. I was not staying on track with my meal prep. And even with all that, like, I really didn't do that bad considering the amount of alcohol I was pounding back during the holiday season. But I started a 28-day detox. I started it, when did I start it? I think like January, well, let me see. It's already been two weeks. So I started it two weeks ago. Um, And it runs through February 6th. And I know, I know what you're thinking. Bitch, are you on a juice detox? No, it's not a juice detox. It's just full-blown, like super clean food. Um, Lots of greens, lots of proteins, like things that I would have never thought to incorporate in my diet, like lentils, green beans, like things that I'm just like, oh my God, this is actually really good. Um, I'm doing it with the Healthy Kitchen. Shout out to the Healthy Kitchen Miami. Um, They are the ones that I am working with to do this. It's called the U2.0 Detox. It's 28 days. I'm on week two. Um, I don't want to talk numbers because this is not about dropping weight, but the way I'm feeling is amazing like i'm gonna do a full review on instagram probably tomorrow like just halfway mark and then i'm gonna do another review when i'm done but the way i'm feeling is absurd i feel so good like i don't have mental fog my skin is fucking thriving i feel light i feel beautiful i feel fabulous i feel like beyonce i feel like i can fucking conquer the world like you bitches are not ready for this fucking comeback I'm about to make. Like, <laughs> so anyways, um, those that's one of my main goals. 
um that's really the only goal that i'm really comfortable to share with you bitches <laughs> so yeah okay that's what we're doing um but all jokes aside this is the year that i really want to focus on my health mental physical spiritual all of the above um so a little background on me speaking of spiritual health um i grew up in a catholic home in a christian school so um i i'm trying to be politically correct because i don't want to offend anybody but i've just never really let me see how can i word this i've never felt connected to religion um i don't like the idea that there is somebody upstairs that like is always watching you and like punishes and like just that whole idea that like I just I don't like it it doesn't sit well with me I don't like the idea that if you live a certain lifestyle you're gonna die in hell I just it's I it's it's not that's not it sis but I definitely have been wanting to kind of connect on a spiritual level to something. Um, again, I grew up Catholic. I grew up Christian, so it's not like I'm an atheist by any means necessary. Um, but I kind of just live life to try to be the best person I can be. Um, and that's kind of how I have been rocking lately. But I've been feeling like my soul has been wanting more. So I discovered Vu Church here in Miami and this is gonna sound absolutely atrocious what I'm about to say considering this person has gone literally off the wall more so than usual but the reason that I found their church is because <laughs> the founder and the pastor of the church is the same pastor priest I don't I don't even know the, the correct terminology but he's the same person that married Kim Kardashian and Kanye West <laughs> so embarrassing <laughs> i hate myself right now but that is how i discovered their church and when i tell you guys it is the most fulfilling hour that i have dedicated to myself every sunday it's oh my god it's amazing it's such a good way to start your week if you are in search of fulfilling your soul a little bit deeper i 100 recommended you don't even really have to go in person they have um sermons online on youtube live they have a podcast so sometimes if i can't watch it on sundays i definitely will tune into the podcast on monday morning or on youtube it's amazing like 10 out of 10 will recommend um so yeah so those are kind of it's kind of what i've been up to lately um i'm back on social media which let's talk about what the fuck happened to me yesterday with instagram so i just recently discovered reels which i'm loving um so yesterday i was doing some content and i was like oh you know like let me do a reel like let me do a little un get unready with me you know super vlogger hashtag miami vlogger bitch why did this whole ass fucking video delete like mercury said mm, not today bitch and i look so cute in every clip and i fucking delete it so i'm still trying to get a hang of the fucking reels um I've also been struggling with the aesthetic of my social media because it's been a year since I've been back like that I haven't posted on Instagram. So I'm still like, I feel like I'm back to phase one, like trying to do it all over again. Um, so I definitely want to make it more mental health based. 
I, I tried to do the fashion blogger thing, but I'm just so awkward when I try to take outfit pictures. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know where to put them. Like, do I cross them? Like, do I hold the start? Like, it, let me tell you something. So much props goes out to you freaking content creators that photograph fashion because I'm so awkward that I'm just like, Ugh! like, where do you put your hands? Do you put them in your pocket? Do you like put them in your waist, in your hair? Like, what do you do with your hands? Like, when I take pictures, I wonder, like, I wish that somebody can just tell me where to put these things. What do I do with them? So that's been fun. Um, hand saga. Um, so I just really want to focus more on, like, mental health and, like, bringing light to anxiety. Bringing light to depression. Like, I want to be, like, just I want to I want to bring humor to it. I I want people to like feel that when you come on my page, if you have anxiety, if you have depression, if you have an eating disorder, if you are bipolar, it's a safe space. This is a safe, happy space. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. But the problem is, is that I'm an Aquarius, so my mind has so many ideas that I just don't know where the fuck to start. So that's where I'm at. Um, but I'm back. I'm oh also another one of my goals was to be consistent with this podcast because I know some of y'all have been in the DMs like well when's the next I I'm working on it I but I am a baby guinea pig with anxiety so I need y'all to be fucking patient with me okay um at some point I would love to deliver a podcast every week but for now all I can give you is one to two episodes a month I'm fucking trying, bitch. I'm trying. Okay. Um, let me see. Oh my god, I'm turning 30 in two weeks. <laughs> so it's funny because I remember thinking, like, oh my god, by the time I'm 30, I'm gonna be a wife and have kids, and I'm gonna have this beautiful life. <clears throat> now that I'm 30, I'm like, I don't want the kids. The husband, eh. No, no, no. Let's see how you move. But I am 30 and fucking thriving. I'm single. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I am in just such a good place that if you would have told me at 18 that at 30, I would be single, no children, and not be a lawyer, I would have laughed in your face because that was my plan at 18 and that's what was going to happen. And it's so funny how as you grow, your life kind of just decides for you. Like... Nobody could have taken the idea out of my head that at 30, I was going to be a wife and a mom. And now I'm like, I don't fucking want either. I just want to be alone with my asshole cat and just living my best life. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I am in pro. I think this is, I think where I'm at right now, career wise, my job is it's Disneyland. Like, I am so happy. I wake up every single day. Not every single day because I have anxiety. But 90% of the time, I wake up so excited to go to work. I wake up so excited to do my job. And I think that is probably, like, the first time in my life that I've ever felt that way. Aside from when I used to do hair and makeup. Um, And I'm just so happy about that. And... I'm content with my life the way that it is. And don't let anybody, like, I'm, this is like, the, if there's nothing else 
from me, from this podcast, from everything I've ever said, if there's anything I've ever said that hasn't stuck, I hope this sticks with you. Do not let society, your friends, Instagram, Facebook tell you that you need to be at a certain place in your life at a certain age. That's bullshit. Like, just don't fall into that. And I know because I have fallen victim of it as well. Literally, the first thing that I said to myself and to my therapist after my breakup was, I cannot believe that I'm 28 and I have to start over again. I thought I was going to be married by 30. And thinking back at when I said that two years ago is so funny to me because I want to grab that girl and just hug her and be like, sis, the best is yet to come. Like, there's so much pressure and it's only, I, I really only see this pressure being put on women. There's so much pressure that we have to do things by a certain time. Like, oh, you're t- the other day I went to go see my, my doctor, my gynecologist, and she's been with me for 18, like since I was 18. So like her and I are, we have a good relationship, but she's like, oh, like, you know, you see that you're turning 30, like, do you want to freeze your eggs? Like, you know, the older you get, the harder it becomes to get pregnant. And like, yeah, okay, like that's all good and well. Yeah, sure, science, whatever. But like, why why do I have to have kids now that I'm 30? Like, why do we get that pressure put on us? And this is in no way me shitting on my gynecologist. I know that she's just telling me like medical facts and that's perfectly fine. And I wasn't offended by any way, shape or form. I love my gynecologist. I think she's the fucking best but it's just like society puts these oh you have to get pregnant your biological clock is ticking like shut up like let me do with my uterus what the fuck i want and just fuck off like it's annoying so if you take nothing else from this episode please do not fall victims of society's timelines on what women should be doing and should not be doing at 30, 35. If you're 35 and you're still in your whole face, you fucking are, you live your truth and you are the best hoe that there is. Because you know what? If that's what you want to do, that's what the fuck you're going to do. And you're going to be the best hoe and I'm going to be here to back you up. Okay? Like, period. Like, I'm so sick and tired. Like, nobody tells men, you know, it's 30, you know, your sperm count's going to go low. It doesn't happen. That does not happen. But us women? Oh my God. Well, you're going to be an old maid. Oh, you're going to have to do IVF. Oh, you know, at 35, it gets harder to shut the... Maybe I don't want to be a mom. I don't want to be a mom. And that's perfectly fine. Does that make me less of a woman? Like, I'm just... this. The, don't get me started because I can literally like... I can pop off at the mouth with this. Sis. But anyways, at, now that I'm turning 30, I am saying fuck you to every society timeline, to every timeline society thinks that I need to abide by. And I'm just going to live my life and do what makes me happy. And that is the theme for this year for me is I'm going to do whatever the fuck makes me happy. And if it offends you, then that's really not my problem. Like whatever. And I encourage you to have the same exact attitude. Um, oh, let's going back to mental health. Um, if you or somebody, you know, are considering going on anti-anxiety medications or any type of antidepressant, um, I'm going to tell you something that nobody's going to prepare you for. You are going to melt. Um, do not do your hair because you're going to sweat it out. Makeup, 
80, you just, it's not going to, just don't do it. It's not, no matter how much waterproof, setting spray, setting powder, Charlotte Tilbury, Laura Mercier, it, you're going to melt. You are going to go into menopause because I feel like I am in menopause with these hot flashes. Bro, I'm not lying to you. I can be sitting down in like a room of 65 degrees and be soaking wet in sweat. I had to buy an extra deodorant for my purse and I had to buy myself a portable fan. Nobody talks about this, but I'm here to talk about it. You are going to be a sweaty little hog, a beautiful sweaty little hog, but you're gonna, you're gonna be a sweaty hog. And I just want to prepare you for that because that shit nobody told me when I started on my anti-anxiety medications. And I wish that would have been on the pamphlet that my doctor gave me, but it wasn't. And I'm mad, Lexapro. You, that wasn't a side effect, all right? You gave me everything else, minus the fact that I was going to literally be melting in already the heat that I'm already melting in naturally with the humidity here in the city. On top of that, now I'm just... I have a fever all the time. Like, thank God people don't take temperatures anymore for COVID because I would never be able to get in anywhere because I am literally always at 103. Like, it's a miracle I'm still alive. So there's a life hack. Follow me for more. Um, so that's fun. Um, so yeah, I, ha- I mean, some of you even DM me on Instagram laughing at me because I was talking about it. But that's like real life shit, bro. Like, I, I walk from my car to my office when I go into the office and I am sweating bullets and my office is at a 65 degree at all times. That's just not normal. But I mean, would I rather be fucking anxious or fucking dying of heat? Honestly, at this point, I think I'd rather just be anxious as fuck. Well, whatever. Um, so yeah, just a little tip if you're planning on doing that. But anyways, that concludes today's episodes. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I really appreciate it. Also, as I mentioned, my birthday's in two weeks. And if you guys want to give me a, like the best birthday gift ever for my 30th birthday, leave a nice review on this podcast if you like it. If I made you laugh once, leave a review. And I know I made you laugh at least once during these 27 minutes. So you owe me that. Anyways, um, follow me on Instagram if you aren't already. Follow me on TikTok. I have a TikTok. I don't know if I'm allowed to because I'm turning 30, but hey, whatever. Why not? It's fun. Um, And I'm going to try, try to have another episode before the end of the month. But if not, definitely we'll have one for me next month. Um, As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. And just remember, you matter. You are love and you are loved and that's it that's thank you for coming to my channel now i always i never know how to end these so i'm just gonna end it now hope you guys have a beautiful week and